Welcome one, welcome all to the new Amsterdam after show, after show, after show, over these couple of episodes, and I'm ending at the episode where we get a reignition of the Max and Helen storyline. I mean, it was like, whew, the woman was legit. Now, I know who decided to choreograph that, or the writers, or the actors did that, but that was amazing. That scene came together so beautifully in that room when he wake up. And the hands and the trembling and the almost and I hate the phone so much. <laughs> that was a lot. Like I I couldn't. Okay, so let's go over all the lovely things that have been happening in New Amsterdam. Okay, so Boyum has a new friend with a backpack. <laughs> Who she basically hides in the hospital on multiple hours at a time so she can live her life. And they met via the fact that she almost was, how you say, she was she was a doctor and she had to get recertified over here. But she didn't have no way to support herself or even take the boards and be certified over here. But as Emily um, let her stay in the hospital, gave her a roof overhead, they became into roommates. It kind of just slowly progressed. Like, I didn't see it. I thought I saw it coming, but I wasn't sure. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't think the storyline was going to happen. I, I mean, we had an episode of how we had a polyamorous relationship who was ex-married to one person. And she was still attracted to that one person. And everybody else was in that room, too. So... You know, and then Floyd, all up in this married woman's grill. I mean, the married woman looked like she had an understanding with her husband when her husband out of town. They could do what the hell they want. So, at least they know their feelings true. But I know if Floyd gonna be able to cross that line. Reynolds, are you crossing that line? We don't know. But... I didn't think I'd like the Bloom and my girl storyline so much until I saw it. I was like, you know, you never ask for it, but it showed up anyway, and you love it anyway. Like, I can't. I was like, Emily, she's so cute. <laughs> it was so fun. So, what else? So, Kapoor is gone, and he's not going back to the show. It's upsetting. We cried. Iggy is upset. We tried to get a new head. Who came in and was my girl mentor? Well, her, not so much mentor. And she came in and tried to uproot everything Kapoor has ever done and tried to rewrite the department. But because she wasn't the official, official interim head, she couldn't technically hire you at the time. So she can still technically fire you right now. Because you're not tired. So, that gone. I mean, it lasted for about two episodes. I mean, she was good, but then she just got annoying. She didn't know how to respect other people's opinions. I was like, you're just basically a male. I mean, if you were a male, I'd just call you a misogynist. But misogynist tendencies? I don't know. She had too much damn problems. And Iggy just caught out, cowered out. Of helping my girl pick a person, which is how we ended up in that situation in the first place. I mean, he have his own problems dealing with all the children who committed suicide and their parents. And he also has his family to deal with uh, the fact that he has a stalker patient who went from him to his husband and now to their kids. I mean, he wanted to avoid 
uh, formal paper, you know, like a restraining order, because then he'll, then the person will get what they want. They wanted an official tie between them that couldn't be denied. But the husband wanted safety for their kids and for themselves. So Iggy sided, but Iggy was right, because as soon as he got those papers with our stating on, he was looking at that like like that person on Tingham being like, my precious, my precious, was basically what was going on in that rant with our stating on. I was like, okay, we have the problem. So basically, he has a lying problem, which is also the fact that he's very obsessive problem over once he already decided that this is true. Now, unfortunately, what he decides is true is the fact that Iggy is a therapist for him, and nothing else can change that. I mean, it's not like he could have been, not like he couldn't have been real secretive about it, but he wanted Iggy to know that he was there, which is why he kept getting caught. For one, you didn't have to give that hat to to, to his husband in the psychology session. He would have never known, and you could have gone on in that psychology session for months, but he had to do that. And then you could have just been the friend at the park. You didn't have to give the girl a hat, but you decided to give the girl a hat so he could recognize that you were there. So I'm assuming that's the mental case in that situation because if you were being smart about the stalker situation, you wouldn't have made yourself known. But you wanted yourself to be known, which was why you got caught. So Reynolds has to deal with his mom. And... He also has a case, which is kind of related to his mom, who he's living with, about how you can easily forget things. And unfortunately, on a very hot summer day, um, a single parent decides or uh, forgets that their child is in the backseat of the car when they go to all these different places and then end up at their work and they sleep in, so they don't know. Now, the child survives. He still has heat stroke, but he forgot. It was an innocent mistake. It wasn't so much abuse, but he legit had too much things on his mind that he legit forgot. It wasn't a good thing, but it wasn't, like, how you say, intentional. It wasn't intentional, but Reynolds wasn't on that. And then he kind of had a similar situation because he called the social worker and he didn't understand how you could just forget. And then his sister gave him a little thing about how he forgot to update his mother's medicine. He could have been slowly poisoning her or the fact that she wasn't getting her dose at the right whatever. Or these are or these pills are inert now because they're expired. You've given her expired medicine. And as a doctor, you should know. So he realized that you can just forget and you could irreparably harm a person. Not on purpose, but it's still your fault and your responsibility to take ownership of it. Which is why he went to the social worker and pleaded for his case. That he's not a bad father, he just forgot. Because he does it too. And it was very live and in person, in his face. What else? Oh, we have Max trying to get rid of systemic racism. With, uh, first he started, he, he started with this, um, I think it was Native Americans. The fact that this was their land and they just kind of came in and take over. I mean, like, I already talked about another podcast how the Americas are a terrible place. You're all just committing genocide of races just just because you can. I mean, the police genocide and black people, um, all the government genocide and all the Native, Native Americans. We have ICE genocide in all the Latinx communities. It's a lot. I mean, like, I mean, for y'all to be the country of immigrants, y'all sure don't treat y'all immigrants with any sense. 
what I understand, ain't none of y'all originally actually from there. Does that mean you all even have discrimination against Asian for trying telling them they bring in Corona here? Yeah. I was like, seriously? Some of these people ain't even been to China or anywhere in Asia since they were born. Maybe some even generations. Y'all need to calm down. We're like, it is the country of immigrants. You all deserve to be there or none of you do. None of you are actually originally from there except for one race that y'all just kind of squeezing out. I mean, like, really? <sighs> America's weird. They're just weird. All that American dream crap. Anyway, get back on task. So he does kind of, not so much end racism, but he kind of goes around the hospital asking for a Native American doctor, realizing that they don't have any. Because it seems like when the Leada patient, who was a professor, who was Native American, and she decided that she wasn't going to get treatment until someone in power helped her. Be like, why would I get treatment at a hospital that doesn't acknowledge my kind? So Max comes in and tries to do some things, and then she trying to milk him for everything he's she's got, because I finally have a person about listening to me. Why the hell would I stop? So Max goes, and then her students come, and then they were like, um, when they try to talk about the medical community, Native Americans, they just kind of get um, separated off into a different place. Be like, you go do this, or you go do that, or you go do something else. Yeah, the medical community in view. I was like, damn. Harsh, harsh bitches. But then they made up. Last thing they did besides um, naming a wing. And I like how he used the media to his advantage. I mean, he took advantage of a lot of the board members. Who they came in one by one by one. I mean, he did that when he was trying to give out free Wi-Fi to certain communities that didn't have the access to... Wi-Fi and proper information, which is how they were getting fake coronavirus. Like, I didn't know that was a thing until I saw it. A fake coronavirus vaccine. I mean, really? Really? I mean, like, scam artists are everywhere, but I didn't think you'd be that. I mean, like, damn, come on. Anyway, I guess crime doesn't stop, not even for a pandemic. I guess that's what law and order organized crime is all about. Anyway. So... I mean, even with the... He did get it. He ended up being... Being that even though they have access to information, they don't have access to the right information. So they decided to make a new Amsterdam page with all the information their patients would need. And everything that they could check and make sure that they're not getting scammed. And taking things that are actually healthy and good for them. They can even access doctors on the site as well. It was a very nice idea that took a while for Max to realize. But it was good. Started off with free Wi-Fi, then it ended with some new computers, and now they all have access to a website that gives them all the information they need. Great, huh? What else? Oh, um, they ended up with a scholarship for the Native Americans who want to enter the medical field at New Amsterdam, so that was good, too. What else? Um, 
Okay, so Helen regrets, well, her and her niece ain't going all that great. They're bucking heads on basically everything. He does. She doesn't really want to be mothered. Um, Helen doesn't really want to be a mother. She just wants to be there for you, you know. And then they keep bucking heads, and then she kind of feels a little bitter about the fact that she feels that Helen abandoned their side of the family. And then Helen feels a little bad about the fact that she was the one that was actually abandoned. And she was just, she wasn't sure if she wanted to re-enter these people's lives who kind of just left her alone for the longest time until they finally reached out. And then when they reached out, she didn't know if she wanted to get back in contact. So it was kind of a double-edged sword. Helen was abandoned, and she technically abandoned them as well. So, they had a big blast argument. I mean, she even discovered religion through her niece. Because, although the niece didn't want to go to, how you say, she didn't want to go to college. So, she had to get a job. They tried to work her in the hospital, but then she's surrounded by death. Helen didn't realize that she put someone whose father just died in a hospital surrounded by death. So, that was another situation, was an argument. And then, you finally ended off with how Helen keeps feeling something was missing in her life. Didn't know what it was, and then when her niece explained it to her, explained religion to her, she kind of gave it a try, and it seemed like she liked it, because she came back in the final episode with... Not a rosary. I can't remember what those beads are called. It was very pretty, and she used it to pray and keep herself centered and relax from all her stress of her job. So Reynolds in this new boo, right? She come up from the floor looking all nice and sexy with her short hair and her nice uh, picture perfect skin. And then they and then realized she was married, and then we thought it was a done deal. But then the day after, the episode afterwards, they still talking, and they still win bobs, and they giving each other side glances. Sexual tension is all up in there. And then we come to the episode after that, where they all, when she invites him over to her house, and they almost did it, but then they just went out for drinks afterwards. But they both acknowledge the fact that they're very much attracted to the other. And sh- I don't know how long she could stay in this marriage for. I've, I thought she was an open marriage by the end, obviously, like, but just marriage with speculations, I guess. Let's see. So the Luna situation with Max, she was with her grandparents for a while. She was happy. She was sad to leave because she was missing her mom, too. Max took her to the grave. And they bonded for a while, talked about their mom. And then Max got into the spirit of, you know being a father. It took him a while to get it, but he did get it. Get into the swing of things. Um, and then we even had this episode about comfortability. I mean, one of the main reasons racism isn't really talked about is to make other people comfortable. In other shows, they said that that is kind of the problem. We can't be making other people comfortable. It's time to make everyone uncomfortable and talk about things that need to be talked about. Now, well, climate change, uh, I think, was the same thing. Had to, they wanted to decrease um, their carbon footprint. You like, we want to support climate change up until the point that it makes our lives uncomfortable. That's with that's what the Grammy say, Paloma, and she was right. 
because Max wasn't about the non-AC life during that heat wave, which was understandable, but still hypocritical. And Iggy was all about the less meat and the carbon footprint, but then he wanted his hamburger. Everyone had a little pet peeve about, you know, and then having lesser gloves. I don't know if that's a safety hazard or not. We'll have to talk about that. I don't know. Get recyclable gloves, I guess. But they decreased the carbon footprint for every department. And then I was good. Ah, what else? BJ officially resigned. I'm still mad that we didn't get to see him. We didn't even get to see Ella off. We don't even see Anna off. Oh, we even have another problem being like colored women's birth rates. So, and Max fixed it by treating one of the patients who was a lawyer who was so hospitals for black women's birth rates. He's like, why are their birth rates so low? That's because they're not white women. How about this? You give me the same protocol a white woman would get. Remove those statistics from your head and just pretend like I'm a white woman. What are my odds? What can I actually handle? What can I do? I don't know if that would actually work or not, but certainly interesting. I guess I'd have to ask a real doctor about that. If you could just ignore statistics, if statistics are based on racism and not actual facts and health about the actual person or race, more along the fact that how they're treated. So why are their birth rates so low? It's because they're treated so very poorly. Why are black deaths so high? That's because they are killed so very excessively. I never thought of it like that. Go, Max. And then we even had this thing with defund the police for that second. Apparently, a, ch- um, a child got into an, an accident and the parents came in and said it was a drive-by when it was actually a fact that they had their gun in their house and it went off and the child almost died. And they decided to blame uh, defund the police situation being like, when we defund the police for my daughter was just almost killed in a drive-by and Floyd was all up on that and then when he realized later that they were lying to his face and that was up front in a personal shot and it couldn't have been a drive-by no Floyd was all up on that like, these hypocritical jackasses racist jackasses how about you actually realize the impact of your words how about you pick your lies successfully you can even say one random rob, I'll come up and do that. You have to go and blame other things because, what, you got yourself problems? You caused this to your child, nobody else caused this. You can't be blaming other people and bringing other people's causes down just because it inconveniences your life. You had police out there looking for a bunch of black people to put up in jail or kill because it is a white kid. I was like, really? But you ain't racist. I mean, like, some things. Let me tell you right now. Let me see how you could be racist. Be like, these are the things you cannot say. I'm racist. I have black friends. The fuck is that? So? I have plenty of black friends that have white friends that are racist against white people. So, how about you try that again? 
mean seriously? Seriously? Don't be talking about things you know about. And don't don't be saying things like I will be like No. No. I don't know. When you just have certain when you say it sounds insulting now. It used to sound fine, but it sounds insulting now. When you get a white person say I will be like Please stop. I don't know why. It sounds like a, well, you tried to say black person slang and it just it's just insulting and it's hard to listen to. Stop talking. It's like when you hear your parents try to talk slang to you. It's basically how a white person sounds when they try to talk black or any other race. Hard to listen to embarrassing for you. What else? I already talked about how I'm feeling when she's abandoned by a family, which was she abandoned them as well. It's kind of a toxic circle that just went back and forth with that. So they had an awful bed scene between Lauren and Hanubu. I don't know why I was calling Lauren Emily, you know. That was my bad. Why? Why was I calling Lauren Emily? So it was awful. It 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 it, it was it was cringy, and I was trying to figure out why. If they just had sex, they have clothes on right afterwards, and then I don't know the pacing and the music. The entire scene just kind of weirded me out. I didn't like it. They made up for it with the final scene they had with them in the scene afterwards in the next episode. But that scene just kind of... Mm, no, don't ever do that again. I laughed. I laughed. I, I need you to stop. That was a terrible scene. The first bed scene was really terrible. I had so much back points about that. First of all, they had clothes on. Then the spacing. and It just felt awkward. The atmosphere. I mean, god damn it. What else? Uh, um, so they had this beautiful scene when um, they're officially, it took a while. Um, she, she got her exams on the board and she kissed uh, um, Lauren and Lauren had a little freak out. I thought she had a freak out because she didn't like girls, but lo and behold, that was not the reason. The reason that she had a freak out was because... She wasn't sure if she wanted to be in a relationship or she had the ability to be in a relationship successfully. I was like, I mean, she went to work. Apparently, she was thinking about it all day with all these cases that just came running around, especially with that um, polyamorous relationship that came into the picture. And now she was talking about fluid. You love what you love. You do what you do. You have a beautiful relationship. You commit. And she goes home. And it looked like my girl was about to leave, and Emily stopped her, and then they had that beautiful scene with the kiss and everything. I mean, Lauren, it, it, it was it was beautiful, like I have to say. Stopped her from leaving, just saying everything. That's great. And then the scene afterwards, which was the next episode, when um, she went to work, and she was so damn happy. I mean, like, my girl was eating happy pills while Helen was just so pissed with her, and she broke up with the heart doctor a while ago and then her and Max kind of weird right now it's like they have did the feelings reignite are we gonna talk about it are we just gonna leave this one to the wayside are we gonna acknowledge that this is happening 
and with her argument with her niece and the religion situation that she was just questioning her whole life she was just mad all episode I mean oh and I liked how she did the cancer treatments for one of her patients and they only had a certain amount of time to live but they didn't want to live in a hospital but they still wanted to get the extra months with the treatment so they decided to set him up at different treatment clinics all over the country so he could still go on his road trip and enjoy his life or whatever time he have left with the woman he loves who he hasn't seen or just got reunited after I don't know 15 20 years 40 years maybe so that was good on that one all right so go back um so Helen was the one that was telling her be like okay you're too happy you can't run your ED like this you're too nice to people you're too forgiving you're not aware like what happened I need my other Lauren I need you to come back to us you need to come down from this cloud nine to descend immediately and she came home being like I can't be with you because you make me too happy which can't do my job and then <laughs> and she she said I need to break up with you and then inst- instead of my girl being mad or any other reaction we expected she just busts out laughing <laughs> I was laughing too I was like Yikes. I can't. She was laughing. I mean, like, she boys out laughing. That was so funny. I was on the floor. My girl was laughing at Lauren. And Lauren was like, why are you laughing? Why? You you can't be laughing at me. And then she was like, haven't you ever heard of balance? And then she was like, I guess I'm not breaking up with you. And then she's like, no, you're not. So I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful scene. I love that scene so much. Like, that was great. <laughs> And then we have the final episode with this big chemical spill that looked like it was blinding people and blinding patients. And this one woman who came in with shares in her belly, she was doing gardening because it was helping her soul. And then she was here in the universe. And then Floyd decided to do the same thing. He decided to, let's see if I could hear the universe too. So he um, actually followed what she said. She dispelled all the poison chemicals that was inside of her. I mean, it took them a while to realize it was poison chemicals and everyone had to have a bath and they only had two and it took so long. And I was mad at the fact that Lauren took so long to do it. I was like, girl, you could have killed a patient. I was like, don't you know that um, the plain thing, you help yourself so you can help others. You wash yourself first so you can help the rest of these patients. That made me so mad. Lauren need to know how to stop doing that. I was, and I was also kind of mad of the girlfriend didn't come when she almost kind of died and or went blind. How was that possible? I mean, like what? I understand if you don't have it maybe on her emergency contacts or like, wouldn't my girl have just came to your work to try to figure out um, why you don't come home? Don't, why wasn't my girl in the room when Lauren woke up? That didn't make sense to me. I need y'all to explain that. And then seeing actually what I'm talking about. And the one between Helen and Max. They were still awkward. I mean, she was carrying around her rosary and Max was trying to have a conversation with her and she was just not about it. And she tried to just walk around and then Max finds the spill after breaking over in every wall going up and up and then he kind of just ties it around and then he kind of stuck because and then by the time he said he needs to leave the compound because if he moves then it'll burst and then all the whole hospital will be flooded with this chemical poison umpteen amount of patients i mean mind you we found the cure for it later when reynolds did the surgery and he heard the universe just like the lady said when she took out those damn shares 
because she wanted these shares on her belly so long. It took so long. I mean, I can't blame her, but too. But you're supposed to take that out like that. But yeah, it had to be done properly. So we have the scene where um, Max basically is chemically soaked in whatever kind of chemicals is. I can't remember what they figured out it was. Um, Helen gets him out of there. She plugs the hole so at the very least, if it fills up up here on this floor, it won't go down to all the other floors and get all the other patients. And then um, um, Helen got him out of there and my boy couldn't really move because he couldn't see. And then Helen got him to the shower and then went in the shower with him, took off all his clothes, held him tight. And luckily my boy was kind of in, in a delirious state. I didn't know if he was aware of what was all happening. It didn't look like he was aware. I mean, he didn't remember until a couple of seconds um, after he said, wait, what happened? And then everything kind of just came back to him. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming small waves, but he remembered. He remembered. Helen was so happy about the fact he remembered because my girl was just gonna leave. I was like, seriously? You do all this for him and just because he don't remember, you just gonna leave? Helen, turn back around, bud! See, this is the same thing what I have with Chicago PD and the Sylvie and Casey storyline. Y'all, this takes so long. Y'all, this takes so long. And then when you finally get to a point, something stupid has happened to ruin it. I mean, we had this nice situation um, where he wakes up, he finally sees her after that beautiful scene of, of her taking off all his clothes and washing him in the, um, of the, all these chemicals, holding him in his, holding her in her arms for the longest time, hoping to hell that he survives this, and then being at his hospital bed holding the sun and taking care of him until he woke up. And then they had that situation, and then he remembered all the things that he did for her. Then they had this moment, and my boy reached out his hand. It was right on her heart. It was nice and trembling, both hands from her and from him. And then he, then she put his hand on his, and and looked like they was getting close, and they was about to kiss. And boom, the phone rings. I was like, fuck! You wouldn't believe. I scream. I scream. I was like, ah! I was like, damn it! Seriously? Why? Why? God damn it, why? And then we get bust up in the hair with another thing and the fact that the grandparents be like, you're not really taking care of Luna as well as you are and you almost died, which left Luna alone. We're filing for custody and how your house is, your single parenting, and isn't working. So they're filing custody for their grandkid and that was the end of that scene. My beautiful scene, like a cut shot, or probably won't be talked about until this little situation is figured, which will be another awkward situation in itself. Like, god damn it. Things that got on my nerves. Why the hell um, Lawrence Boo wasn't in her hospital room? Why did the parents have to call right then? Why are you thinking of taking his child? He's a single parent. He's going through a lot. He's doing the best he can. You told him to ask for help, and now you condemning him for that? Grandparents got on my nerves. That's tree. Who else? He got on my nerves about how he how he treated the Kapoor situation. Um, I think that's it. Those are the four people that got on my nerves this episode. Well, the situations. Why was the girlfriend isn't in Lauren's room when she woke up? Nope. Why did the parents call and interrupt my Helen and um, Max moment? Why did the parents call in the first place with a little situation? So many things that caught up my last nerves. Anyway.
This is my new Amsterdam after show for the season for the episodes thus far. Hope you guys liked it. Follow me and the Queen of Regal and Tanisha Fujibayashi on Instagram and Facebook. Be safe during Corona. Bye.